Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Jen. And I'm Lottie. And for the last episode of season two, we've decided to do something a little bit different. <gasps> Jen and Lottie do Michael Fassbender? No, 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 Jen. Let's just save that for season three. This is Jen and Lottie do 12 Truths at Christmas. Christmassy! I like it. Please note, Jen and Lottie do not claim to be experts. Excuse me? I have a beautiful boy. I am an expert. Well, I haven't a clue what I'm doing. I'm pretty sure we're all just winging it. Should we get to it? Let's do it. Oh yeah, was sick of talking about the kids there. <laughs> I can't believe, I've just, it, this is so refreshing. <laughs> it's just, it's been two seasons of the kids, guys. And you know what? Sometimes mums need a break. And we love them dearly, but I just don't want to feckin' talk about them. <laughs> I just need a little break. They're everywhere, constantly. <laughs> no, this is good. It's a, it's a nice little break from the kids. We're going to talk about something else. We're going to do the 12 Truths at Christmas and we're going to kick off with Christmas. Ah, yeah, why not? I mean, and, and be real about Christmas. I think we should. I think we should do the truth about Christmas. You know, what are you looking forward to? What are you not looking forward to? Really? Okay. Well, honestly. Uh, like, absolutely honest. Honestly, mm -hmm. for me, Christmas is not the joyous, boozy, eat what you want time of year that I've had maybe four years ago because I have Dancing with the Stars in January and I, I you know, there's a little bit of, I, I put the pressure on myself. I completely put the pressure on myself. But I just, I just feel I need to still work out. I can't overindulge because I need to fit into these teeny tiny little goonas. So is that in the back of your mind the whole time? Because for me, Christmas... Like even now, we're still a bit out from Christmas and a huge amount of my conversations at home with Fabio are. And then um, when we're finished eating that, maybe we'll move on and eat this. And then the next day when there's leftovers, we'll eat that. And that like it, it, our conversations revolve around what food we're eating at Christmas. So are you in the back of your mind just very upset? <laughs> Are you sad for me? I Are you am sad, sad for me? For you that you're putting that pressure on yourself. Well, I'm I do I just do. Look, it and I don't want to feel sluggish and it's, you know, it's a marathon, you know, it's 3 months of my life and I need to have been, you know, I need to be in in good nick. I need to be physically, mentally ready to go in January. Yeah. And I don't feel like that if I'm sluggish or if, I, if I've overindulged. Now, I'm not going to restrict too much, but I can't go bananas. Like, would you be going to the gym over Christmas? Yeah. Yeah, <gasps> I'll go to the gym right up to Christmas Eve. Wow. Yeah, lots of walking, lots of water. 
saying uh, no thanks to that, you know, fourth glass maybe of Prosecco. So that's what all the laser's been for. Getting the face Getting laser ready for me. dancing. Getting ready. Also, I'm really, really looking forward to the break. But that is, you know, I, I, I need a break. It's been a long year. <laughs> Tell me about so it. So I'm really looking forward to that break. Um, the mother-in-law is coming over. To stay with you. She's coming over for the Christmas. It's going to be um, Leia's mum and her partner. What are you making that face? No, just if they're staying with you, that's a lot. Mm -hmm. That's intense. Potty, it's my house. People always stay with me. I know. And my mum and dad are coming over for Christmas dinner and I have about 25 people coming on Christmas Eve and there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. But if I'm going to be completely honest and completely truthful... Tell me. I get a little bit jealous of Lau and his mum. Why? Isn't this weird? What do you mean? Because he's always like... Their relationship? No, not their relationship. But when she spends Christmas with us... It's always like, oh, this is what we're going to do and we're going to cook this and and we like it like this and we're going to make this with the kids and we're going to do this. And I'm like, what about me? Oh, you mean you want to be doubted upon by his mother? No, I want to be involved in the bloody planning. Oh, you know what I mean? Does she, does she, she take your place? Well, well yes. It, it's Italian men and their mothers. It is. You know, they are, they're on the phone to them every day. What they're, the fuck is up with that? I don't know. What? I said to him today, what are you talking about? <laughs> He's like, well, she's retired and I'm off and we're having to chat. I'm like, well, what? What else? And I hear them sometimes and the conversation gets to the point where like, and what are you having for your tea? <laughs> it's like two teenagers. I mean, come on. <laughs> come on. I don't get it. It is definitely something Fabio does as well, though. Um, I think it I wonder is that just men and their mothers yeah because if Wolf doesn't ring me every day you'd be very upset I would be really you'd be very really upset. upset okay so that's me being completely honest now I love my mother-in-law to bits and it's going to be a great Christmas stop but backtracking. she needs to back off stop backtracking <laughs> but I do honestly my, my heart goes out to you on the Dancing with Stars thing because I do remember the year that I did Dancing with Stars yes because you might remember I did Dancing with Stars and I won here we go <laughs> yeah so that year, I'd say I had a potato for my Christmas dinner. Really? I was so nervous. Yeah. Like, at least for you, you kind of know what you're getting into now. You're, this is old hat to you. Yeah. You know what's involved. You know the sparkly dresses, the legs are out. I just didn't know what to expect. I was thinking to myself, are they going to make me go on the telly in front of half a million people in a sparkly swimsuit with tassels? Yeah, there's a lot of uh, leotards and very little... Spandex. Yeah, material. And you just have to get on board with it because that's what it is and it's amazing. And it's great and it is, but it is a culture and you're you're thrown into this world and you're in, the, and they're all like athletes mm. These and you're standing next to them. So you don't want to look like a spud. No, you don't want to look like a spud. You don't want to look like a spud. You, <laughs> you want to fit in. You want to fit in, peak literally. physique. So you want to, do, you know, you want to do your best. So um, yeah, Christmas is misery for me. Okay, I want to talk about um, The Office. Let's get honest the about 2FM. The truth about oh my 2FM. Let's go Treat there. Treat number two. Let's do it. I'm going to give you a quick fire round. It's a few questions. You're going to go first and I'm going to go. Okay, are you ready? You ready to do so this? So wait, what do you mean I have to just answer the first thing that comes first in my mind? First thing that comes to your head. Okay. Okay, you ready? Lottie Ryan. Johnny B or Johnny Smacks? Oh! Quick. Johnny Smacks. <gasps> really? 
Yeah, Johnny Smacks, he was, I love the two Johnnies. No, no, no. You said Smacks first. What was wrong? He's like, a really Johnny good is a lovely guy. guy. He's always at the end of the phone for advice. And he was very good when we began our podcast and the whole way through, he has been an absolute wealth of knowledge and continues to be. I don't care about any of that. If you were stuck on a desert island and you you were left with, you know, the two Johnnies and you had to pick one. One's gone off in a boat and you had to stay with one. You had to procreate and save the rest of humanity. Johnny's Max. Okay. I feel like Johnny B would leave you in the middle of the night. And he wouldn't cuddle. He wouldn't give you a cuddle. He wouldn't. He'd be on to the next one. <laughs> I don't know you like say that. <laughs> okay, so Johnny's like, that's all I needed to know. That's all. That's the only honesty. That's, the, that's not a quick fire round. That's the only truth I wanted from Where's you. Where's my list of questions? No, that's it. Okay, we're going to move on. Uh, that's not fair. That's... Let's talk about the truth. That's not fair. The truth about beauty. Oh... <gasps> Right. Dun, dun. Truth number three. Okay. The truth about beauty. Jen. Yes. What have you done to your face? I've lasered. I've profiloed. I have had filler. Have you? Yeah. I had it in my cheeks once. And it gave me a little kind of like little kind of squirrel face. Squirrel face. Yeah. When did you do that? A couple of years ago. I didn't like it because when I smiled, I looked a bit weird. So... I didn't do it again. Well, I never noticed. Okay. So it mustn't have been overdone. Okay, thank you. Um, but I wouldn't do it again because I'm terrified of filler. Is it gone? Oh yeah, it's gone. Okay. Look, it's way gone. Uh, Botox. I do like the Botox, but then I, I met a friend who's a bit older than me. Okay. And she said she had to, her doctor who's doing her Botox said, I can't give you any more Botox. It's just not working. What? Yeah. Yeah, and she wasn't even 50. She's like, I cannot do any more. There comes a point when your face just won't take it. Like rejects it. Yeah. But then what's happening to all the women in Hollywood? They're getting facelifts. Ah. They're getting facelifts They're not just getting facelifts. There seems to be this Hollywood trend. Do you see like the Gigi Hadids and the Kendall Jenners? Their eyes go up. It's called fox eyes and it's the new it thing to do. But as far as I can tell, that's like a mini facelift. It it's is. Like a is face- it wires? I don't know. I don't know how they do it, but I mean, the skin is very tight around the eyes. Would you have it done? Yeah. Would you? Yeah. <laughs> I'd love it done. I know. <laughs> I'd be way too afraid though. It's terrifying because I would just think, okay, and what happens? Something like that seems permanent. See, with things like Botox, I think, okay, but it's out of my system in a couple of months. It wears off. But if if you actually did something to your face that your face is stuck like that, how are you going to age? I'd just be scared of how you were going to age. Okay, so what about you? Pretty much all the same, I think, bar the cheeks, because my cheeks are big enough for... You've lovely cheeks. Everyone. Okay, <laughs> well, you need to be honest now, right, with everybody, because we've all Oh, seen... no, wait, sorry, lash extensions. Okay. Lash extensions, eyebrows tattooed, febrows. Okay. And the lash extensions are, you know, that's a commitment. I'd say so. They look amazing. By ab nails. You spend a lot of time... In the morning, taking videos of yourself doing your makeup. 
I do. What are we talking here? 20 minutes? Oh, no. I'd say my quickest is 30 to 40 minutes. <gasps> That's quick. How do you have that fucking time? Because, Jen, I make that time. That is my only me time. When I come home from work, you're in the door, you're giving the baby a bath, you're getting the dinner ready, you're making sure he has his dinner, I have my dinner, then I need to shower. Then before you know it, it's time to start putting him down. And that's a whole bloody routine in itself. If I don't carve out a bit of time for myself somewhere in the day. And you're going to spend that time doing your makeup. Well, what else am I going to do? You could eat something. You well, could I sleep. Eat. You could read a book. You could listen to a podcast. You can no, because if I don't look like I'm doing something, Fabio might go. Why aren't you okay doing something? Okay, okay. I, I can't look like I'm doing. Do you feel I go, you have to wear makeup all the time? I feel. I would feel pressure. I would definitely feel pressure that if I didn't look my best at all times that it will be commented on. Okay. I, w- I would think. Like, okay. You know. uh, you'll, you'll get to 14, you won't give a fuck anymore. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you'll get to 14, you get a serious dose of the fuck it and you'll be like, I don't like, care Like anymore. there's nothing worse than coming into the office with no makeup on, which I do sometimes. Mm-hmm. And somebody, and one of the lads coming up to you straight away and going, are you okay? Are you not feeling well? <laughs> I'm not sick, guys. I'm not sick. I just don't have makeup and tan on. That's all. And you probably get really flustered if it's Johnny Smacks because you just admitted that you fancy on the podcast. Why am I sweating? Um, Okay, I want to talk about our partners, the truth about our partners. They were here already. I know, but they're not here now, so we can really talk about them, right? Oh, okay, okay. Because when we recorded the episode with the husbands, he was, he kept, uh, Lau was sitting beside me. He was. And I kept looking at you and I I was getting really agitated with him because he wouldn't stop. Just talking. He wouldn't. And I know that's the point of the podcast, but not no. even talking. But like when Fabio was saying something, <laughs> I actually had to say to Lau, will you shut up? Can I, can I just, can I say what our phone conversation was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So we, you, Jem rang, you rang me and um, we were both in the car on the way home after the podcast with the lads. And you were like, I think, I think maybe I need to be a bit kinder to Lau. <laughs> I said, why? What are you talking about? And you go, it's just, I was kind of having to tell him, shut, shut the fuck up. Like, stop, up. Stop mumbling. We might need to isolate that piece of audio. I was like, Jen, he doesn't work in podcasting or radio. He doesn't know. He's just trying his best. Yeah, I felt a bit bad after that, but I made it up to him. But that's not what I want to talk about. The truth about our relationship is... He has a nickname for our daughter and it gives me the ick, right? Okay. He's, he's had it since she was born. It's stuck. She loves it. And every time he says it, I go. You get the shivers. <laughs> right. If I'm being completely honest. Tell me what it is. I hate the way it sounds coming out of my mouth. Are you going to sound head. like a wagon for saying this thing? Yeah. Yeah. Absolute weapon. Go on. He calls her. I can't. <laughs> he calls her boo boo, like my boo boo. That's my, my dog's name. Boo boo, exactly. And he's like, "Oh, has my boo boo?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Isn't that weird? Why does it give you?" The I ick? don't know. Is it not cute? No, not to me. 
not to me. My I don't know what it is. Boo. My my boo boo. My boo boo. It, I don't like how it sounds. Actually, irritates me. It makes me want to pull my own hair out. Well, actually, Fabio does say something that can give me the ick as well. Sometimes he'll say to Wolf, "Where's Mammy? Mammy." Mammy. What's wrong with me? I hate it. Do you? I, it's because you're such mama, a mommy. Mum. Mum. Mother. I don't okay. know, but there's something about. Why does he say mammy? Does he call his own mam mammy? No, he doesn't. Why does he call you mammy? I don't know. That's odd. Because have you ever heard a grown man saying mammy? Yeah. Oh, it makes my skin crawl. What is worse? I had a friend who used to call his mam mummy. 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 Mumsy. Mummy. Mummy. Oh, do you know another thing that gives me the ick, actually? Go on. Now that we're on the topic. Sometimes when he's going to kill me, when he's cutting his toes, thank God we got them on the podcast last week because so they are never coming never back come now. Back. No. When Fabio cuts his toenails, he gets the, the toe clippers and he like cuts in a little bit too deep in the middle of the nail. And then there's these two parts at the sides pointy them, bits pointy bits at the side like I call them the devil horns uh, sticking up at the sides and I see it and it's like a smile and I say you keep that foot away from me in the bed don't be scraping me with your devil horns gives me the ick that is icky now what? I have the ick <laughs> that is awful okay so I'm lo- I'm loving this <laughs> what about the truth about us what do you mean so I've never admitted this before, but Lau says I do something. I have like a tick. <laughs> you have a tick? I have a bit of a, I am a tick, but I have a bit of a tick that he says so I do. Is this something you do when you're nervous? This is something I do constantly, apparently. When I'm thinking, Okay, I do it. So I open my mouth, I push my jaw This forward. is definitely something for Colin, so make sure you're looking at the okay, cameras. So I am... Um, I open my mouth, I push my jaw forward and I lick my lips out. Oh, God. Uh, uh, Jen, uh, you do that. Do I? You do do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you do do that. I'm yeah. trying to think what are the scenarios where you do it though. It's when I'm thinking, I'm like, oh yeah. Uh, uh, I do it all the time. I do it all the time. And I, I hate that he's right. Does he point it out to you when you're doing it? Yeah. Now we laugh about it, but I can't stop doing it because it's my tick. It's my thing. It's a habit. It's also once somebody says it to you, once it's brought to your attention, then you can't stop doing it. Okay. What about the truth about your icky stuff? Tell me, what do you do? I do so many things that are icky. What would Fabio tell me you did? He gets really annoyed that I... (laughs) What? (laughs) When I need to go to the bathroom... Mm Mm-hmm. I'll go, okay, I have to go and do a wee, um, whatever. And I start walking to the bathroom and my trousers will be down before I get into the bathroom. You pull your trousers down? I'll start taking my trousers off before I get to the toilet. And it, 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 like he's like, why is your arse out in the sitting room? You're walking towards the bathroom. Just wait till you get to the toilet. But I don't know. I just get the. I'm like, I've got an urge to go to the toilet. I just Can like, you not hold it? I don't know. But there's been once or twice in work. <laughs> oh, God. Really? Where I've gone into the bathroom. And before I get into the cubicle, I'd be like undoing my button. And I'd have to stop myself going, you're not at home. That's a really bad habit. Stop it. That is a dangerous I habit. I know it is, Jennifer. What about... 
the truth about friendships? The truth about friendships is actually, that's a tough one. I think the truth about friendships is tough because I think females in particular have very complex relationships. Mm -hmm. And I think that relationships can be very different at different times in your life. I would say if I was given my truth about friendships is I've met some of my best friends in my late 30s, Mm -hmm. which has been very refreshing and lovely. And I had to open myself up a little bit and be a little bit more vulnerable and put myself out there a little bit because I moved around quite a bit in Mm -hmm. my 20s and didn't live in Ireland and I was away for work and I lived in Belgium and lived all over the place. So I, I didn't really keep in contact with that school group of friends or had a girl group, you know what I mean? So, but I have the best friends now and all... I'm all of them I met kind of later in life. And do you think that's because you're more secure in yourself or do you think it's like, why do you think they're maybe, better friends now than maybe, when you were younger? Yeah, maybe. I was a bit of a workaholic in my 20s and 30s. That's my, that was my problem too. Yeah, I was a bit of a workaholic and a bit of an arsehole, I would say. Why? Well, just very driven. Like I was, like I didn't go to my own sister's wedding because I was. Sorry, What? Yeah, because I was on a gig. I was on a job. Jennifer. I know. It's a disgrace. Like, it was a did shotgun. she forgive you? It was a shotgun wedding. She was pregnant. Like, they're still together. Um, did she forgive me? She did. Of course she did. How because, did you say it to her? Um, Over the phone, I was like, I have this gig and I'm not going to make it and I'm so sorry. But I would never do that now. I would never, my wildest dreams, sorry, do something like that. Sorry, I can't believe you chose a gig over your sister's wedding. Were you not even right, like Lottie. a bridesmaid or Calm something? Calm down. Sorry, are you not cancelling a romantic weekend with your husband for a gig this very weekend? <laughs> okay, I'm that sorry. was private information. If we are being honest. And she hasn't even told him yet, okay? <gasps> that is, oh my God, She told me. She's told the lads in Greco Studio, if we're being honest, Lottie, let's do this, okay? You giving it the big one there going, oh, you think I did such as well? She gave me like three weeks notice she was getting married. I can right? make up for what I'm doing this weekend. You can't make up for missing your sister's wedding. Yes, I can. With an amazing cash present. Oh, okay. That's, that's fair. how you do okay, it. Okay, that's fair enough. You get out of things by throwing money at the problem. My God, Jen. You do Don't anything for Don't mess with me tonight. Gig. I am wrecked. <laughs> tell and you're going into Don't four months me. of dancing. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, think if we're if I was giving my honest truth about friendships, I'm not friends with anybody who <laughs> I was in school with anymore. I had huge fallings out. Um, I found women very bitchy growing up. Yeah. Um, I went to an all-girls secondary school. Um, through college, I became very driven in terms of work um, quite obsessive probably to my detriment and I don't know if that sat well with people um, and I found I wasn't the most trusting and I have made my best friendships later in life as well and I don't have that many of them but I think it is way better to have a couple of very good friends rather than a whole load of, oh, look, I'm friends with 20 people still from school and I'm still, like, I'm way happier having 
just a couple of really good women in my life that I trust and I feel like I could ask for advice from and I could pick up the phone to and who I think are really good people that I admire and, and believe in rather than just being able to say, oh, I've c- stayed in contact with a load of people from my past. Kids can be kids with Vivio Junior. Fussy eaters, puddle dippers, bath skippers, bedtime chancers, or even nose pickers. It's all part of growing up and we miss these special skills. Sometimes. When they are under the weather. So support their digestive and immune system this winter and provide natural protection against any nasty coughs with the Vivio Junior range. Available at your local pharmacy or online. Tell me... For being honest, we're doing the oh Jesus, truth. okay. Um, your big drunken faux pas, like the truth about nights out. I need to know. See, I have a few. Do you? Yeah, but I'd say you've more than me. Well, look, I partied a lot, a lot, especially when I lived in Bristol. Um, I had a great time in my twenties. There were parties that went on for days. Days? Yeah. You know, they just, we went, I like, remember. No, hang on. How many days are we talking? Two, 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 three, the whole weekend. Like you just keep going because you had no responsibilities. You were just out and then you go to a pub, you have a little pub. Well, you're not you working. Well, there was a time I was at a house party with Rob from Massive Attack and my phone rang. They were like, where are you? I'm like, it's Sunday. Why are you ringing me on my desk? They're like, it's Monday. <laughs> it's Monday afternoon and you have the keys of the office and um, people were locked out. Apart from that, you I've been pretty good. You were at a house party with Massive Attack. Yeah. It's not the coolest you thing have lived. you've ever heard. And you tried to drop it in real casually there. Like, oh, oh, Rob, oh yeah. Me and my just... friend Rob, you know. Me and my friend Rob, Massive Attack. How does know, that just... happen? Uh, Bristol is actually quite a small town you know what I mean and it's a big music scene Okay, and I'm fucking cool Lottie I know cool people a lot of uh, a lot of my drunken stories are from Italy Um, and I like to uh, I let loose when I go away to Italy (laughs) like there's been times where yes my mother-in-law had to undress me and put me to bed excellent and now, I, I, I developed this nickname over there that people started calling me and it was in Italian. And I just thought it was a cute little nickname people had for me. I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's me. I can't, I don't even know what it is in Italian, but it turns out it's bear arse. You're always getting your arse out. No, but this is bear. It's one thing. I take it out. To, I, I, like, I might just shake it around now and again, but this was with nothing on it. Why... Why is your bear arse? I don't. I don't know. Out in it is the heat. It's the heat. It's um, the joy de vivre. The limoncello. <laughs> I don't know what's the limoncello. But imagine, Why in Italy? Why are you doing this in Italy? I don't know. Maybe it's just like nobody to here to judge you. So tell me about your mother-in-law taking your clothes off. So she, yeah, I, I, Fabio said I fell asleep in the bathroom and she didn't want me to stay asleep on the cold floor, so she undressed me. And carried me into bed and put me to bed. Okay. Yeah. That's embarrassing. That's really embarrassing. That's really embarrassing. I also actually at my auntie's hem party, um, hashtag drink responsibly, Mm -hmm. when I was getting ready for bed, um, I'm so sorry, but this involves nudity as well. I tried to climb out the window of the top of the house. Where were you going? I have no idea. I don't know where I was going. Thank okay. God my sister was with me and pulled me back in. I then tried to hail a taxi to Rohini in Dublin 
but we were in down the back arse and now we're down the country. So you're in the country and you're trying to get back to Rohini? I was trying to get back to Rohini in Dublin. Okay. Is this why you don't drink an awful lot? Because mm-hmm. these things happen? Okay, mm-hmm, fair mm-hmm, enough. Mm-hmm. Tell me the truth about the first time you and Fabio had sexy time. Go! Oh, you tell me about you and Lau first because I'm not getting... You're, you, you, you go. No, because you, Jen, you threw me down a hole with the, the two Johnnies and I don't know that I'm not going to answer this and then you won't answer. So oh, you answer. answer first. No, you answer first. Well, the first time I remember... I was in Bristol. We were in my house in Bristol. We everything went on, happens in everything Bristol. Everything happens in Bristol. It's a great town. And we were on a date and we came back and it was probably date three or something. Flag. And <laughs> I went into the bathroom to freshen up or whatever. And okay. I, when what I, does that mean? I had to go for a wee, right? <laughs> uh, always pee before sex, ladies. So you won't get a UTI. No, it's after. And after. Always pee before and after sex. Why before? Always before and after. I'm not a medical okay, professional. Sorry. Just this is what a nurse told me once, right? Um, came back out, right? Now, we, we knew each other. We were quite friendly. And I opened the bathroom door and he was standing in my bedroom naked. Except, Well, he had a pair of pants on and he had taken stuff from around my room. You're going to love this. A cowboy hat, Right. So he's wearing a cowboy hat, a pair of wellies, and he had a sheriff badge that I had for a fancy dress one year. And he had that pinned to his jocks. He was and he confident. Was like, hey. And I was like, I'm going to marry that man. <gasps> That's when I knew. Because if you can have a laugh in the sack, you're golden. Do you know what I mean? Like if you can have fun and laugh about it. That was very confident of him though, that he knew he was Getting somewhere. Yeah, he was in great shape at the time, you know what I mean? Probably just back from the world champ. He was in great shape, so he's fairly cocky now. Not cocky, but he was confident. But he was all he was always good fun. He was always gone. He always went for the laugh. And when I came out of that bathroom, when it's quite a it's quite a nervous thing, isn't it? Especially if you really like them and it's a bit awkward and messy. And if you can break the ice with having a bit of a laugh, I was like, Yeah, this this is the man for me. And that's so all you had to it. do was get naked and put a sheriff badge on. All you had to do is look ridiculous. Break the ice, wow. have a bit of a laugh, and then that was it. I That's wonder a where good that one. sheriff badge is. That might be a little. Get it back out. Okay, go on. Give me the truth. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Oh, don't be making it up. You're gonna judge me. Am I? Yeah, you probably are. No, I won't. Go on. I think you will. So it wasn't great. Okay, well, yeah. 
because I hadn't done it before. Oh. So, yeah. See, so you're first. Yeah. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Is that sad? No, it's lovely. See, I was 18 when I met Fabio. Yeah. Like I was only 18. I was young. So mm-hmm. I am a one man kind of gal. Do you feel hard done by <laughs> It's funny. He said the same thing in the beginning. He was like, do you feel like maybe you want to go out, play the field and get out there and see what else is around? I was like, no, not at all. I'm very, very satisfied. How long are you together now? Uh, 20 years. Are you together 20 years? Yeah, 20 years. The same penis for the 20 years. The same penis for 20 years. Yeah. The one and only. Yeah, well, if you get a good, a good one. one. It's a good one. There we go. It's a good, a good one. one. Now, I was not his first, so. Oh! <laughs> so he should have been better because he had experience. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so, do you remember? Was it? Did you think you were pregnant like straight away? Oh, like, like, oh yeah. I, remember those I, you days? You thought everything. You thought like everything made you pregnant. Everything made you pregnant. Um, you know, oh, the, Jesus! Do you remember? Like the fear of getting pregnant was you'd be like doing everything in your power to make sure you did not get pregnant. And isn't it funny how you spend most of your life doing that? not realising there could come a point in your life where you find it difficult. Yeah. It took a couple of goes. Yeah, that's what I want to get back to. It took a couple of goes. It it? takes a couple of goes. A few diagrams and a few videos and tutorials to get going. He was more than happy to teach. So it was fine. (laughs) It was fine. Oh, that is so lovely. See, okay, I can tell that your mother's going to be very happy. No, I'm not. Your mother's going to love that. There must be a few of us out there that I was just, I wasn't sheltered, but I was like definitely a late bloomer. Yes, that's fine. I was a late bloomer and I was brought up to believe that was like make sure you're happy with the decision you make. And speaking of which, let's talk about family and our siblings and and the truth about oh, that. Sure because I dragged mine terribly. I know, on the but pod. it's always good fun because you're the eldest and okay. I'm the youngest. And Oh yeah. Did you like you were the eldest, did you feel pressured to make those right decisions oh, all Jesus. the time? Yeah. Uh, I think it shaped most of who I am from my young adult life. I would say there's huge pressure, I think, in a big family on the eldest because you're kind of like a mini parent and you're, you know, there's this, oh, you better set a good example. You know, your brothers and sisters are going to copy you and you want to make sure that you're, you know, a good example to them. You work hard, you respect yourself, that you're, you know, well-mannered and, you know, there's all these. So you had to go to Italy to get your arse out, mm-hmm. so you had to get away that's from That's why, that's why. But I, that's one of the reasons I thought for a long time I didn't want kids, I'd say, because I was like, I've bloody lived with four of them for my, yeah. whole, my whole life. And help raise them, because that's what the eldest person does. That's what the eldest does. I wish I had been the youngest. Babs got away with blue murder and spoiled spoiled yeah I was spoiled but I do have a little bit of jealousy I'm not a jealous person is it? I like <laughs> I'm starting every conversation with I was very jealous because no because there's a big age gap so there's me and then there's seven years and then there's like my sister Michelle and then all the other siblings and they're all quite close in age and closer Were you a pleasant surprise I was a pleasant surprise I was like hey so they're all quite close you know what I mean oh 
while you're on the outside? Well, not only like I was kind of spoiled, and I was ba- I was the baby, and you know, and they all kind of they they did spoil me, you know. But they all left home at seventeen, eighteen. So I kind of I was kind of like an only child, to be honest. You know, I went from um, it went from eight people in this semi D with two bedrooms and a box room to them all leaving. You'd the gaff to yourself. And then it was just me and I was like, come into me, this is my walk-in wardrobe, the <gasps> box room, you know. I <laughs> I didn't. But it, I, ha- I had the place to myself. But I missed the siblings. I missed them when they went. So I kind of wished that I was a little bit... Older. A little bit older. So you know? you, would you feel closer to them now? Oh my God, that's now? the first time I've ever said I wish I was, I was older. older. <laughs> and that's the last time I'll fucking say it as well. But do you feel closer to them now than you did when you yes, were younger? absolutely now. But you're still always the baby. It doesn't matter where you are, you're still always yeah, see, the baby. Yeah, see, Babs always says that to us. She gives out to us. When, whenever we have family gatherings now, like I'm sure it'll be said over Christmas, she'd say, why does everyone talk over me? Like I'm an adult. Or, you know, she feels maybe sometimes at the dinner table, you could be like, Babs, why are you shouting? She's like, because nobody's listening to me. And I think it's because the youngest person always feels that they're vying to have their voice heard. Yeah, I hear you, Babs. I hear you. That's why you now have a radio show, because you want everyone to listen to you. (gasps) Yes. I just psychoanalyzed you there. (laughs) You (laughs) you sure did. did. (laughs) What about the truth about, now I said we weren't going to talk about it, but the truth about being a parent, like the real, the nitty gritty, like what about being a parent is the biggest surprise to you or the biggest learning curve for you? Like for me, I didn't realise I would get quite jealous. Like for example, if Wolf is choosing Fabio one evening over me, as happens with kids. Mm -hmm. I will, like it cuts my soul. It hurts me so deeply. You want to be number one. I want to be number one. I want to be the number one. But I'd never say that to Fabio when Wolf chooses me. No. (laughs) Never say that. I am going to tell you something now and nobody will tell you this. Oh God. But you're going to be wiping arses for another five years. No, I won't. I'll toilet train them soon. Doesn't matter. Even when they're toilet trained, sometimes you'll need to get in there to make sure it's done properly. I beg your pardon? Yeah, you'll just need to have a little, you know what I mean? Do you Because do our that? arms are small. Sometimes you'll, like, when they're five, six, sometimes you'll just have to do it. But how do you know when you have to do it? Do you smell it off them? No, Lottie. You just, you just wipe yeah, but their you, arses. Do you check his, uh, I'm assuming I go into Enzo. the bathroom and sometimes I see what he's doing. And you know the way... Like his little hands and he can't reach around properly and it's all, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you, this isn't being done properly. Oh, So you'll have to like, you're, you'll always be wiping arses. And sometimes I have a friend who had a seven-year-old and sometimes the kid would go, Dad, will you wipe my arse? He'd be like, no, you're seven. I'll go on, it's a treat. <gasps> it's a little treat, you know? So I'm just telling you now, that Sorry, is... that's you. You like... You like to keep the wipes for the bathroom in your freezer so as when you've a sore bottom you like to give yourself a little treat only if you have diarrhea okay, i would say Jennifer, that's a good one I but didn't also need you to say that being a parent um it's not you know love oh it's i i have never know love like it and never know you do you will never know fear like it like there's been nights that i've been awake and gone in my own head, mm. anything happens to them. 
No, it's not worth thinking if about. anything. It's not worth thinking about. Oh, there's my mum ringing. Hang on. Answer. Go on. Hi, ma'am. Listen, I'm just recording the podcast at the minute. Can I call you back? Hi, Myra. Say hi to Lottie. Hi, Myra. Myra, we'll, we'll call you in a sec, right? All right, bye-bye. Is it weird that your mum's called Myra and my mum's called Mora? That is weird. We should have Myra and Mora on season three. My mum would never come on. Would she not? Do you remember I did that documentary about getting married and I went around all the venues, I was trying on yes. wedding dresses and they asked would my mother come on and help pick my wedding dress and I went to my mum and said, look, we can go pick a dress, you know, it might be the real lovely. dress, it'd be a lovely day out and she said, tell them I'm dead. Oh, okay, that's nice. Yeah, she didn't want to be on TV. I was like, maybe I'll just tell them you don't want to do it, Myra. You don't have to, like, that's extreme. <laughs> This is a woman who travels the world. She does a lot of am dram, but she doesn't want to be in front of the camera. So I did. She wouldn't even come sit and dance with the stars audience. <gasps> She'd be afraid the camera would catch. Has like, she never you know? gone to see you in studio? No, she likes to watch it at home. But um, I can blindfold my mum and tell her I'm bringing her shopping. I'll just wheel her in. Would she do it? She'll say no, but I'll trick her. You get her to. I'll do what trick you her. Want. Yeah. Yeah. So that is the truth about parenting. That's the truth about you know, parenting. The fear, you won't know fear like it. You'll worry about them all the time and that never goes away and you will you won't know fear like it. And little wins. I'm yeah. a big believer in the little wins and the joy that they bring because you've been very negative on that. So, have I? Yes, you have. But it's more entertaining when you talk about the bad stuff, isn't it? I want to talk about the truth <laughs> about the work that we do because we are in an industry that can come across to some people as very shiny and glamorous and lovely. Yeah. And that's just not the truth, is it, Jen? Well, some, well, it is for me in January, February, March. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a long time coming. And for you as well. Like, yeah, there's, people don't see the jobs that you don't get. There's more jobs you don't get. There's a lot to contend with. There's a lot to consider. And you're always... I suppose uh, I get a lot of people messaging me, a lot of young people, a lot of young women asking me, how do I get into presenting? I'd love to get into radio, whatever. And if I'm being completely honest, I would say always have a backup because the R's could fall out of it. <laughs> yeah. You know, and this country is very small and depending on what you want to do, but the world is changing so rapidly and it's so great that if you have a camera phone, you can be so independent and create your own content and go and do your thing. But just know what you want and be an individual. But do have backup, you know, yeah. finish school, get that degree if you want, you know, have a back. And that's why I suppose it worked for me because I had business as my backup. So when I was going for screenings or asked to do a telly thing, or whatever, I would go in. You weren't desperate. I want, no, because I had a job <laughs> that mm. was paying my wages and, and putting food on the table. And that is important, you know, yeah, it's important to me to have that security. Like you said, it's important to know what you want. Okay, last truth. We're on truth 12. Okay. The truth about 2023, Jen. It's been a journey. What did you learn? I learned... I learned you never know what's around the corner. Mm. I learned to have my eyes wide open. Mm -hmm. um, and I learned... To question things, maybe? Yeah. Did you learn that from me? Can I, I take did. some credit for that? You can. Is that on tape? <laughs> I did learn a huge amount from you this year. Did 
Because yeah. we have lived out of each other's pockets this year. We have. There was one point where you were like, I am bloody talking to you more than I'm talking to my husband at yeah. this stage. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think I've learned a huge amount from you this year. You're welcome. I didn't say thank you. Was it all good stuff? No, it's definitely all good stuff. Yeah, and vice versa, you know. Um, absolutely. But I- <laughs> you can't think of anything you learned from I can't. <laughs> You you brought that uh, body shimmer into my life, and you thought ta- taught me about the importance of um, putting makeup on your your body and making your skin look all shimmery like this. You stole so that stuff from me. That uh, you put on your body. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. No, but I'm made- like Jen's made me a better person. I'm so resilient now, and I feel like I'm a good businesswoman. And you're like, you gave me body but, shimmer. Do you know what it is about you? You're very you. Go for things. You're you do have incredible work ethic. You really do. Thank you. You do. You work your whole off. I have to say that. Um, and you go into things guns blazing, uh, which is probably to your detriment. I know. Unfortunately, I know. And I think we've learned this year that let's take a minute, let's pause, let's assess the situation, and let's do what's right for us. And I think the whole reason why we did this podcast. Um, aside from everything else, was we wanted a little bit of independence. We wanted to be our own bosses, didn't we? Absolutely. Um, And take full control out of what we were saying, how we were saying and why we were saying it. Mm -hmm. And that's what this podcast and this year has been all about. And we've become better friends. Absolutely. And that's been a joy and that's been amazing to have you now. Say it more sincerely. It's very hard for me. Come on. (laughs) No, I do. It is. It's a real pleasure now to have you as one of my good friends after the year and bring on 2024. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for me. Me too. I'm excited for... 2024 is our year. It's Jenna Lottie do what? 2024 is going to be our year. Bring it. Bring it because what are Jen and Lottie going to do? We're going to do a lot of stuff. And it's not parenting. But we need to kind of have a little brainstorm and think about yeah, what's next. We need to have brainstorm. Um, so it is going to be Jen and Lottie do dot dot dot. What do you think? What would you like to see us do? You can get in touch with us via our link tree in our bios on our Instagram. But I, I really want to say this is the end of season two. Uh, a massive thank you for listening, for being involved in our lives, for all your messages. I've read every single one of them. And anybody who's on maternity leave and uh, walking the dogs and listen to the podcast, all of you gorgeous people, thank you for being involved in this. Yes, I'm heavily invested as well because I, I I have bumped into so many people who want to stop and talk about so many things to do with the pod and it blows me away. It's so gratifying, so humbling and we really, really appreciate it and we are very excited for season three and what it is going to be. Don't send us suggestions of Jen and Lottie do Michael Fassbender or things that are just going to get Jen really excited and they're not possible. Please, I'm up thank for you. that. I'm up for that. Uh, one last thing before we sign off. Massive thank you to Greco Studios where we have been making season two of Jen and Lottie Do. I'm sure you've seen from our socials how incredible our set is that has been put together by Graham and Colin, the absolute best guys who film and put together this whole podcast. Um, And it has been an absolute pleasure. That's it. See you next time. Thanks for listening to Jen and Lottie Do Parenting. We really hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, don't forget to like, subscribe, rate and review. It really helps the show if you do. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.